From Farm to Fork, Medieval Agriculture and Food. For the villagers of Molomast, life revolved around agriculture. The crops they tended and livestock they reared put food on their tables. Their harvests and produce were used to pay their dues to their lord and to generate income for rent. Success or failure was measured in the strength of the harvest and the health of the herd. Evidence of what the people of Molomas grew and ate was discovered during the archaeological excavations. It was preserved in the cereal grains they burnt and the butchered animal bones they threw away. It was in the structures they built, the tools they lost and the broken pots they discarded. It showed that the men and women of Mullamast were expert farmers, practised in making the best of what their land had to offer. Each year in Mullamast was dominated by the harvest cycle. It began with the back-breaking job of preparing the fields. Generations of oxen-led ploughs drew the earth into a distinctive pattern of ridges and furrows. Remarkably, these linear patterns are still visible at Mullamas today. Villagers planted these fields with whole barley and oats for summer and wheat for winter, sometimes adding other crops like rye. Once the cereals were harvested, the labourers threshed and winnowed the stalks to separate out the grain. Then they placed it in special drying kilns, two of which were discovered at Mullamast. Dried grain was more resistant to disease and survived better in storage. Finally, after many months of hard labour, their harvest was ready to be put to use. Wheat was the most valuable of the Mullamast crops. The villagers sold the majority of it to help meet obligations to their lord. What remained was used, with the barley and oats, to feed themselves and provide fodder for their animals. Much of it was ground into flour. In 1302, the people of Mullamast were one of five villages using a mill in nearby Moon. But the aristocracy and church controlled these mills, so most of the flour people ate themselves was milled at home. They used tools like the five quern stones and grinding stone that were found during the excavation. This flour that they laboriously produced by hand was baked into bread, and they added grain to their stews and pottages. Most of the barley was converted into a home-brewed ale, which was rich in calories and vitamins. The medieval tables of Mullamas farmers were also filled with vegetables and seasonal berries and nuts. Field peas were widely eaten by the poorest in society, as were hazelnuts that were gathered nearby. While meat and fish were important, the peasantry couldn't afford to eat meat every day. This wasn't the case for the nobles. The Anglo-Norman love of meat had even seen them introduce rabbits to Ireland, keeping them in warrens on their manors. The main meat sources in Mullamast were the sheep, cattle and pigs the residents kept in large numbers. The sheep and cattle grazed on pastures outside the settlement, but the streets of Mullamast were also home to an assortment of farm animals. Pigs wandered around freely, sharing the village with domesticated poultry, geese and ducks. As well as providing meat, these animals were also a source of milk and eggs. From time to time, the Mullamast villagers supplemented their meals by hunting. They caught 
pine martens and squirrels, and may even have turned occasionally to poaching. Deer, pheasant and grouse were all found at Mullamast, species that were reserved for the nobility. If any of the locals had been caught taking them, they would have faced severe punishment. Typically, the villagers of medieval Mullamast would have eaten two main meals a day. Even though the working day started at daybreak, breakfast was not one of them. Breaking your fast too early was frowned upon for much of the medieval period, though those labouring in the fields often would have brought along some bread and ale to sustain them as they worked. For nobles and peasants alike, the main meal came around midday or in the early afternoon. The early evening was the time for a light meal, often based around soup or bread. The people of Mullamast lived in fear of bad harvests and sickness amongst their livestock. Prolonged wet weather posed the greatest risk to their crops, which, if extreme, could bring on famine. Chance also dictated the climatic conditions in which they lived. Inhabitants of the 12th and early 13th centuries enjoyed the medieval warming period that brought higher temperatures and greater crop yields. Those of the 14th century faced the Little Ice Age, a cooler period when productivity fell. No matter what generation they belonged to, the fortunes of the medieval residents of Mullamast rose and fell in tandem with the crops and animals that were the cyclical focus of their lives. <laughs>